2: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Thank you very much for being here. It's a lot to get to. That crazy scene in Vegas. Oh my! That gosh. judge attacked. Oh my gosh! We'll get to that in a few. Wow. Also, uh, the Epstein list. That was big news late yesterday. But this is an interesting development at the border.
3: Yeah, and it's about razor wire. Well, it was funny because the you know there were some Republicans, including the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, going down to the border. Uh, during the press conference, illegals were crossing the river into America. During the press conference? Behind them. It was oh crazy God. watching they this They were happen. actually yelling to them, are
2: we going in the right direction? Right, You couldn't understand them, unless you spoke the language, but it, yeah, it was insane. Wow.
3: <laughs> Is this a welcoming committee or what's going on here? Exactly. Yeah, and uh, and so this was, of course, just a highlight the crisis that has been ongoing for nearly three years now, uh, and the Biden administration says they've been doing everything they possibly can, except they haven't, and in fact, have been subverting efforts to actually do their jobs for them. Yes, they've um, been the border. The border <laughs> is secure. <laughs> they've New been York cutting. Is- They've been cutting razor wire that the state of Texas put up at the southern border, um, and apparently this is harmful, uh, according to Corrine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary. Harmful to who? To to our brave men and women in the Border Patrol. What? What?
4: Uh, Razor wire does not prevent. It does not prevent non-citizens from unlawfully crossing. That's not what it does. If anything, it puts at risk, it puts the lives of the Border Patrol at risk. It puts them in danger. That's what the razor wire does. And that's what the governor Abbott is doing. Again, a political stunt that doesn't uh, actually Hold on,
2: fix. hold on. Does she ever get around to explaining how it puts Well, does border anybody patrol,
5: ask? It,
3: no, nobody asks. <laughs> I mean, you can't just say something.
5: <laughs> There's no follow-up like, well, explain yourself. Uh, how, how does that work?
2: Okay, there's like, I don't know, 15 seconds left in the clip. Where does this go?
4: The problem and puts Border Patrol agents. fixing it right now. I mean, it's a temporary solution, obviously. But when, I guess the reason that i to it from it this perspective puts, is because. It puts, them, it puts Border Patrol, uh, they, it puts them in a difficult position,
2: right? R- right. I don't know. So she's fed talking points. <laughs> I guess doesn't think it through like, okay, how exactly am I going to explain that? Yeah. That the razor wire is putting the border patrol at risk. Are they going over the razor wire to drag people across?
5: <laughs> I, I yeah. don't understand.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Jim Treacher. What is happening here? There's a writer named Jim Treacher who said, are they playing double Dutch with it?
5: Yeah. Like, right, what's going exactly. on here? Right.
3: Not quite sure.
5: Doesn't make, that makes no sense.
2: No. None. No. And then Texas talks about the law. Okay. We're going to have to have people actually arrest and then send people back across the border. Right. No, we can't do that. Federal government's going to sue Texas for that. You can't do your job and you can't do our job either. We want these people to come in. Now, let them be and stop with the razor wire because it's putting you at risk. Right. We just can't explain how. Okay. more on that a little bit later. The Jeffrey Epstein update. Been waiting for this
3: for a while. Yeah. So documents were dropped yesterday. uh, A lot of names coming out. Uh, One of them being Bill Clinton. Uh-oh. Not not all that surprising. We knew that he was a friend of Jeffrey Epstein, but uh one of the uh, victims of Jeffrey Epstein, um this is uh, Johanna Sjorberg, uh says that well, she worked as a quote unquote <clears throat> massage therapist mm-hmm. uh for Epstein and testified that Epstein told her specifically Bill Clinton lights him young.
5: Yeah boy.
3: Referring oh. to the girls.
2: Yes. I noticed During ABC's coverage of this this morning, they didn't mention that part. Really? They did not. You know what was an interesting trick? I think I can play both for you real quick. So you have all these names, and Trump gets lumped in with the likes of Bill Clinton every time. Okay, it's pretty well known that Trump kicked Epstein out of his club years ago. They never mention that. But here's here's how NBC covers it this morning.
4: Documents from a lawsuit tied to the Jeffrey Epstein case. And they
6: include references to well-known public figures, politicians, and celebrities. Among the names, former presidents Clinton and Trump, Prince Andrew, magician David Copperfield. Dude! All
2: right. So it's all the same boat there. Clinton,
3: Prince Andrew, and Trump. Yeah. Uh, One of these is not like the other. Right, except in these documents, Trump is yet again exonerated of any sort of malfeasance with Jeffrey Epstein. But they don't mention that.
5: I saw that. (laughs) It's uh, so deceiving. Again, I mean, I'm yelling at the TV. I know. I'm right there with you. Like, what are you talking about? And... You can't help yourself. You cannot help yourself.
2: I'm beating this drum all the time. It's so deceitful what legacy media does. (laughs) And for the people that only get their news there, you walk away with a story with a completely different understanding of what reality is and they do that on purpose i know we talk about it all the time um and we'll get there's a lot to get to with the But you can epstein hate trump thing.
5: you can hate him all day yes. if you want to he didn't do anything here no i mean this is the most ridiculous i mean i saw that though and i'm like what no
2: he had heard complaints about epstein and he kicked him out of his club right am i i'm getting that right
3: yeah, Correct, David? Yeah, in the initial prosecution of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, what, 15 years ago, a little more than that, yeah. uh, Trump was the only high-profile person that had been in the orbit of Jeffrey Epstein who was described as a cooperating witness. Like, he was helpful to investigators trying to take Jeffrey Epstein down. Everybody else uh, lawyered up and hid. For the people that watched at least
2: those two... Morning news, magazines, st- whatever you call those shows. The- you wouldn't know that. No. You just wouldn't. wouldn't. It's, oh, yeah, and all these people were named, including Clinton and Trump and right. blah, blah, blah. But more on that a little bit later. Talking about the media, this, I thought, was a great takedown yesterday. Ivek Ramaswamy uh, was asked if he condemns white supremacy.
7: <laughs>
2: and he's, he's just completely had enough of the nonsense and I just wanted to play it for you and see what you thought.
8: I'm not, I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against vicious racial discrimination in this country. So I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which actually fits, fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine, and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost Trust, and I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vic Ramaswamy refuses to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question. The reality is I condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country, but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction.
2: Just a timeout for a second, because he's right about that. So do you condemn white supremacy? And if he went along with that answer the way he was going, that would be the headline. He refuses to condemn white white supremacy. supremacy.
8: Yep, It's so dishonest. You want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race? Stop discriminating on the basis of race. Do that, and we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. You people have been responsible for dividing this country to a breaking point, yep. creating a projection of national division. I meet people from the south side of Chicago to meetings like this one of every shade of melanin, multiple from man to woman, doesn't make a difference, who are hungry for reviving unity in this country. And you with your catechism that you try to get as politicians to whatever fake headline you're going to print on the basis of this conversation tomorrow, that's what's dividing this country for a break, to a breaking point. Shame on you look people in the eye and tell them what you've actually failed to tell them for the last five years own the accountability for your own failures as the media that's how we rebuild trust in this country and until then i don't have a lot of patience to play the games damn
5: (laughs) damn that was refreshing one of our listeners just sent sent me a note that said if he's not the vp choice you make a hell of a press secretary oh a press secretary
2: that would be hilarious. That would be great. That would be something, yeah. I think so, too. I would yeah. enjoy that a lot. That me, too. All right, now to the story out of Vegas. This was wild. You sent this video to both of us last night, David. Dude. Oh, cow. And you know what? The coverage it's getting, the part where this judge is getting pummeled doesn't get played a whole lot. It's crazy. Really? Yes, where you can actually hear her. Yeah. Like, like taking a
3: beating. You... I didn't see that on two different uh, networks this morning, that part. Yeah, so a criminal defendant decided to uh, take matters into his own hands, I guess, and make matters a whole lot worse during his sentencing hearing. Uh, this went down in Las Vegas. Uh, Clark County District Judge uh, Mary Kay Holtus denied probation for a guy named Deobra Redden. Redden is a three-time felon and had pleaded guilty to attempted battery after he threatened to, quote, bust the kneecaps of another guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So then we get to the sentencing this week, and the judge is saying that she's not interested in giving him probation. Of course, the, you know, the defense attorney is saying, hey, here are all the things that he's doing to become a model citizen ever since he you know, threatened to bust the kneecaps of somebody. Um and, and then she says, "Long rap sheet." Yeah, yeah. she says, "Look, I we got to send a message to this guy. No, he uh, he's going to go away. We're not. I'm not giving him probation." Right. This guy freaks out, and I mean, like, flying squirrel leaps over the bench and tackles the judge. Yeah,
2: it, it was like a handoff to a running back that's going over the pile, diving over yes. the pile, except diving over yes. to tackle the judge.
7: It was insane. I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because. I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of state of Addis.
2: And you see that part over and over again where he flies over yeah. to tackle her. But this goes on for well over a minute. Dude they can't get him off of her.
3: Yeah, the the, the damn clerk actually stepped up before the bailiff or anybody from the sheriff's right. office did. The guy sitting next to the judge, I mean, he's just wearing a suit and tie, you know, stands up and just starts wailing on the guy. (laughs) Trying to get him to calm down. Um, I'm
5: surprised. I was surprised. I I just assumed, I guess, that most of these guys come in in
2: shackles. I guess I'm wrong. There was a lot of different things. dude! comments from people going, why didn't someone at least pull the gun out and say, stop now or I'm shooting?
3: Well, the Yeah, the other thing is, is if you listen to that video or watch that video long enough, you actually hear somebody say something like, are you going to bleep in radio anybody? Yes, you do hear that. To the deputy there.
2: Insanity. It was. And I've seen different things that have been written about, you know, judges all the time under threat. I don't ever remember seeing a judge actually attacked like
5: that. I guess it's happened before. I was talking to some people this morning that said it has happened before. Not like this. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy's trying to block the extra point.
4: Yeah, no <laughs> kidding.
3: I was going to say, man, the Raiders yeah. are like, so uh, is he going to be out in time for training camp next year?
5: Yeah. Holy cow.
3: Yeah. Okay, and so now how long is he going to go away for? We're going to keep an eye on
2: that So, oh, yeah. Man, oh, man.
5: Maybe shackle him next time you bring him in. Yeah,
2: yeah. good idea. Um, what kind of disaster is going on in Ukraine that media is not telling you? We'll get to that and much more coming up right here.
9: Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed. Perfect For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks,
7: America's original butcher.
2: David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Have you heard much about the Ukraine war with Russia lately? I mean, been out of the news cycle over Christmas break, and I hadn't seen much about it. No. Um, I don't think it's going very well. Jeffrey Sachs, who is a professor at Columbia University, done a lot of work with the UN. Okay. And that might already sort of shade your opinion on him. Mm -hmm. What he had to say, I was almost shocked to say, what a terrible idea this was from the beginning. And there was a chance for peace almost two years ago. And we encouraged Ukraine to walk away from it. Something that's been talked about. Um,
0: this is part of what he said recently. And it's a shame of Biden who caused this because Biden stopped uh, negotiations that would have ended the conflict in March or April 2022. And now this has been widely reported. We talked about it months ago, because I knew it directly from the Turkish negotiators and from others, but now the news has spilled out into the public. In other words, this is a war that is causing disaster in Ukraine, that is causing massive costs to the United States, that is serving no useful purpose and that was prolonged deliberately by Biden in some completely miscalculated idea that this would weaken Russia when it's done exactly the opposite of.
3: Have you heard much about this? No. Well, I mean, over the you know, just reading over the last couple of years, yes, but I mean recently no. Well like, you know,
2: Ukraine absolutely yeah. not going to negotiate anything, fight to the end, and as long as it takes. And you're getting this completely different picture. I mean, when all the leaks were happening with the one guy on the video game. Oh, yeah. Ab- about what was really happening on the ground in Ukraine. We're like, oh, my gosh. And, th- and it was true. It just happened to get leaked out. Like, what are we still doing? I don't understand it.
0: And um, all of this was predictable, except that we have a completely incompetent uh, administration.
2: Uh, yeah, there is that. No, there's that. I mean, part of the shock for me was, okay, this guy from Colombia is saying all this. I mean, he does understand these things after man, did he go after Biden?
0: Because this is a plan that has just gone over the cliff. It was a terrible idea. It was based on a set of miscalculations uh, of the U.S. military industrial complex with Biden out there as the, the front person.
2: Yeah, pretty much so. And so I think he's saying it's one of two things in the end.
0: It's they happen to be incompetent yeah. <laughs> aside from everything else, or there's another theory which is they don't really care so much about the outcome. It's the war itself that's the desirable right. part because it's big business.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you leave Afghanistan and you got you know some contractors who are saying, Where are we going to get our next little uh income stream? Yes.
2: And it's this weird thing, because with Israel, it's always, well, what's the plan? We need to know the plan. And we uh, th- we need to do this now and, and de-escalate and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what about the plan in Ukraine? As long as it takes, no matter the cost. Oh, okay. All right. Um, something I got to admit, I've never played Tetris before, but Tetris is in the news. I may be one of the few. This 13-year-old kid became the first person to ever beat it. Yeah. And, wow. yeah, and having played it, David...
3: Well, did I, you ever think you'd see the day? I, I didn't know that there was a way to beat it. And I, I guess technically he didn't beat it. What he did was you broke the programming, which is the same as, as essentially beating it. I mean, you broke Tetris. Because the, the game just kind of goes on and on and on and on. Um, but I, I guess he he went far enough. Yeah, this is the Mark Vane Camp and Robin show. And some audio of that a
2: little bit later on, too. Can't it's wait. I pretty, love the audio. Pretty wild.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, biggest story today, David? Biggest story of the day uh, is, uh, to me, it, it is still the border. I, I mean, yeah, the uh, the Epstein list is out there, and yeah, that's very interesting, and, and we'll be talking about it, of course, uh, but, I mean, that doesn't have nearly the national security and I mean, the fabric of our nation at stake, the way that the border does. No, it You could make an argument for
2: several days over the last few years it's been the biggest story. It's just certainly been underreported. So an update on that and a round of What's Your Story next. van camp and Robbins show i'm jamie markley the general Xer. david van camp the millennial the sexy boomer scott robbins okay a lot going on got all the epstein stuff and the names what does that mean we'll, we'll have to wait and see also uh the border crisis continues and who's
3: diabolical oh greg abbott the uh the governor of texas <laughs>
5: diabolical
3: yeah that's according to the it. mayor of new york city hmm. eric adams he was on cnn and uh, was asked by Wolf Blitzer if he was outsmarted by the governor of Texas. <laughs> yeah, kind of was, uh, with the whole illegal immigrant busing situation, and then New York City says no more buses here, so they drop them off in New Jersey, and, they t- and the illegals take the train in to New York City. Yes.
2: Okay.
10: Have you been outsmarted by the Texas
11: governor, Greg Abbott? Uh, No, anyone who has a diabolical mind would do diabolical things to just treat people in an inhumane way. We handle over 164,000 migrants and asylum seekers, and we're doing it in a humane way. We're very clear that we're... What was inhumane?
2: By the way, I've heard this so many times. What exactly was inhumane about putting people on buses?
3: Have you ever ridden on a Greyhound bus? Man. I have. It beats walking. Well, hell yeah, it does. I'll say that. We're very clear that we're
11: going to continue to adjust as the governor of Texas carry out these actions to make sure that we send a very clear, loud message. No bus company should be participating in this action, and we're going to communicate with our partners in this region. The federal government shouldn't be participating in open borders.
3: Right, no kidding.
11: Stating the obvious, uh, and make sure that we tell them they should file the same level of executive order uh, to stop this from taking place.
3: <sighs> well, how about no? No. no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, I I really would love someone to ask what is it that you're you're assuming that Greg Abbott is supposed to do. What 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 is your answer? What is an appropriate way? for Greg Abbott to handle this because right now um, uh, Eric Adams is complaining about 164,000 migrants that have been brought into his city. In Texas, it's been in the millions. Correct. Yes, and I think
2: from people on the left and we've said this many times if you're a victim of crime, what your job is to do is just deal with it. Just take it. You're not supposed to fight back. You're not supposed to come up with some sort of solution to the problem because you can't get in the way of what the left wants to do. Or you're racist or xenophobic or transphobic or whatever it is. It's the same game, and I think people, you know, even independents have figured it out. Like, this is nonsense.
5: Like the way he's using, like, uh, old lines from the old TV Batman series. That's diabolical, Robin. (laughs) He's diabolical.
2: Good God. This guy. People on the left, people like Eric Adams and Joe Biden and Mayorkas and the rest, say, come into the country. That's basically what they say. Yes. Okay? And you're saying come into the country in a state where they can't take any more people. What are they supposed to do? Yeah, right. Just said so many times. Just absolutely crazy. All right. It's that time of the show. Everybody ready? We go around the table. It may not be the biggest story out there today but
3: it caught your attention. David, today, what's your story? Well, I want to bring something up, and I thought it was just kind of funny watching this. The The source of it is not funny, but okay. what people have done with it I think is pretty funny. Uh, of course, we mentioned the Epstein documents being released. Yep. Uh, the late physicist Stephen Hawking was brought up in the Epstein files. Uh, he hung out with Epstein back in 2006, and apparently there had been some other... Uh, you know, just um, friendly barbecues or something that that uh, Professor Hawking wanted to attend. Um, one of Epstein's victims claimed that Stephen Hawking participated in an orgy with underage girls. I don't know how that would work. I don't. I really don't want to I'm picture just gonna it, say. I,
5: I don't want to say what I'm thinking, really. I'm yeah. like, how did that, that was happen? so
3: funny. Robin's
2: had deer in the headlights going on, looking at me, shaking his head. I'm like, I don't know either, man. Do you want me to explain it? Oh. I don't know.
3: I don't know the physiology behind it. I I don't know.
2: Well, the
5: physiology unlocks a lot of things if that, in fact, happened.
3: <laughs> yeah. Talk about the theory of everything. Yeah. Oh, daddy. In 2015, uh, Jeffrey Epstein told his madam, Ghislaine Maxwell, that she could pay off the victim's friends and family to disprove the allegations, saying basically, "Hey, man, bribe anybody you have to. Uh, just cut them a check if they'll come out and say that Stephen Hawking never was involved in the underage sex trafficking thing." Um, so it's pretty interesting. But then this started making the rounds. There is a very, there's a well known meme account on X called uh, Dreyfenzer Memes, and. Again. Uh, he put this out. It was an altered transcript. And I just think it's funny. But people thought it was real for a while. Uh, and it's, a, it's it's an altered uh, transcript where the question says, Did Jeffrey ever, ever talk to you about Stephen Hawking's proclivities? And the answer was yes. Stephen Hawking liked watching undressed midgets solve complex equations on a too-high-up chalkboard. Okay. Holy cow. Oh, jeez. But people thought that was real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah,
5: I know. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Oh, boy. Scott, for your story today, what do you got? Well, I know this is going to come to you as somewhat of a shocker, ladies and gentlemen, but in the great state of Illinois, the Protect Illinois Communities Act was signed into law by Governor J.B. Pritzker, arguably the worst governor in the country. He signed this on January 10th, 2023. So you had until January 30th or or the first day of 2024 to register your 170 different weapons and magazines that have been purchased before the law went into effect. So if you've got one of the weapons on this list, Mm. you had to register it with the state of Illinois. Well, I've been asked several times, hey, man, how's this going? Well, let me tell you. 98.78% of gun owners in Illinois have refused. What? What? To register their weapons uh, to the government's deadline. The kicker is, of course, police officers are all saying, uh, without saying, anyway, we're not going to enforce this anyway. Right. So, I'm, and, and I'm really shocked the gang members didn't line up in uniform to give <laughs> away <weird>. their, their <laughs> weapons. Isn't that
3: strange? Don't, Don't they buyback? know that they're breaking the law? <laughs>
5: they're breaking the law. Uh, civil
3: disobedience
5: is a fun thing, and it's happening in Illinois. 1.7% of those who currently have that set one of the 170 weapons that are currently banned mm-hmm. have turned them in voluntarily
3: or registered, or registered them. them yeah voluntarily I yes. the rest actually they didn't do it because unfortunately they lost those weapons in a very tragic boat accident it did happen they just can't find them anymore darn the luck you know? dang I was, was just out fishing on the Illinois River, happened to have some. Gun, they fell in. Man, I uh-huh. couldn't get them. I was actually literally, I was boating on my way <laughs> on a boat going to the Illinois State Police to register my firearms. <laughs> fell off into the water. I don't yeah, know.
5: And interestingly enough, a record number of boating accidents took place in the middle of winter. It's Weird. In Illinois, yeah, it's
2: crazy. Yeah. By the way, the name Pritzker was also one of the names on the Epstein list. Well, yeah. that's the cousin. Yeah.
5: That's cousin Pritzker. He's got some uh, also some interest in all the hotels.
2: Uh for my story today, it's a story out of Pittsburgh. Um not relatable to everybody, possibly relatable to me. This couple, Clayton and Carrie Law, had a new fence put in last month for their dog. Um well, Clint went out and uh took out a loan, or it wasn't a loan, I guess it was cash, $4,000. Wow. The story is this. Their dog, seven-year-old Golden Doodle, ate the cash, ate the $4,000. Oh, man. Okay. My dog, rest in peace, Daisy, ate my daughter's Christmas money one year. And we didn't know what happened to it. And then there was like a little bit of a 20 we found in snow. And then we had to piece all of it together. We started finding it. It was in the snow. She had not sure exactly how it came out, but it had come you know, out somehow, yeah. some way. She became an ATM. <laughs> Uh, this is also what happened to Clayton and Kerry Law in Pittsburgh. They had to go through their dog Cecil's feces oh, to get the money back. Yikes! Um, bank told him it's not all that uncommon, and they would replace any of the bills as long as the serial numbers were still visible. I remember looking all this up online at the mm-hmm. time and trying to tape bills back together, that sort yeah. of stuff. Um, did you recoup all of it? As I remember, I think we did. Wow. If anything, where it was like ten bucks short, maybe yeah. something like that. Um, Cecil also puked some of the cash up, mm. uh-huh. so it wasn't all out the back end. Um, so it appears that they're getting all the money back. Um, <laughs> Carrie, the lady, did describe the smell as so bad, <laughs> well, <laughs> which pretty much says it all, doesn't it? Well, did
5: yeah. the, the, the family bring a receipt to the dog? Hey, we want a refund.
2: Yeah, I don't think <laughs>
3: it's a <so>. withdrawal
5: form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no i don't think so uh some other stuff we got to get to oh i mentioned this earlier um part of the coverage of the jeffrey epstein stuff yeah uh we should get to and you if you remember this this is the interesting thing about abc back in 2019 amy robach remember when she still worked there yep oh yeah and she got caught on a hot mic talking about how her story from 2016 about Jeffrey Epstein was squashed by the network and she had Clinton's name on it then. Right. Yeah. That has resurfaced. Of course it has, yeah. You better believe it has. And then part of the coverage from ABC today, and I just want your reaction from it, because it seems like some BS to me. Okay. Okay. Also, a story David has about thousands of Chicago kids. You've got to hear this and another news update on the way right here.
9: the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end of season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary butcher's cut filet mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable butcher's cut top sirloin. Just go to OmahaSteaks.com Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed Perfect For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher.
3: You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies.
2: In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job.
3: With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for 1 million dollars of coverage.
5: Some options offer
2: same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning
3: agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews
2: on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net
3: with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, David, what's
3: the story about the Chicago kids? Thousands? Man, this is so sad. I saw this on the national desk. Uh, Chicago's public school system isn't providing transportation. To about five and a half thousand families this semester for the rest of the school year, they're saying, uh, even though they've got like one hundred and fifty million dollars for student transportation. okay. And part of this appears to be they're, they're saying it's a bus driver shortage. But the people most impacted by it are the ones who are going to like magnet schools and schools for gifted and talented kids. So kids who live in the hood who actually are, are are exceeding expectations and able to go to a school where they can really get ahead, they're being punished because, well, you, we just can't have that and My you know remember the mayor Brandon Johnson wants to get rid of those schools altogether, the test in schools. he wants to get rid of them um, and so a lot of families are saying, "Well, where's all this money going?" Why why do you have uh, another $150 million set aside and you're not able to incentivize enough people to to go and why is it my kid's school who's like right. actually an advanced student why is it my kid's school that gets hit the hardest when there when there are other schools where you could more feasibly walk to school Yeah makes sense um and meanwhile th- this happened happened to uh, occur at a time when uh, the mayor, Brandon Johnson, is reallocating $95 million in COVID relief funds to pay for housing for migrants.
2: <laughs> uh, all I can think of is when you're telling the story about th- no school buses, Kamala always talking about the electric school buses. We right. just can't find anybody to drive them. And you wonder, well, why is that? I have a guess. Would you want to drive one of those school buses? Hell No. I just heard a couple of anecdotal stories of people that teach in Chicago area schools. And there is a rule that seems insane. You can have a kindergarten kid running with scissors, threatening to stab another kid, and you can't lay your hands on the kid. You have to try to talk him down. I'm like, that can't be right. I was told that is true. No, I'm sure it is. And you got kids spitting in teachers faces and and no retribution. They need a stern talking to maybe and and talk about their feelings, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what it's like on a freaking
5: school no, bus? You're there? trying no. to
2: drive a bus in
5: Chicago <laughs> with the screaming kids as part of it, not to mention who's got a gun, who's got a knife, who's threatening you? Gosh, dang, I no know, way.
3: Man. Yeah. I know. Yeah, the bus drivers are probably saying, dang, I really liked that route to the gifted and talented schools. Hell, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
5: Among the
4: many things, I'm excited about electric school buses. I love electric school buses.
2: Yes. You drive one in Chicago for a week. There you go. Let's see how it goes. So lame. That's what I want to see. Oh, I mentioned this earlier. Scott, you wanted to hear it. The kid. This is the way the story goes, David, is the first ever to beat
3: Tetris. Saying it's not really beating it? Well, for all intents and purposes, yeah, it is beating the game, but uh, apparently he just played it to the point where the programming broke. And before this, only AI could get it to that Mm -hmm. point. Right.
2: So apparently this kid, Willis Gibson, out of Oklahoma, he's 13, goes by the name Blue Scooty. (laughs) Isn't that great? Made it to level 157 before it finally froze up. And they got the video out there it took him like 38 minutes and when he gets to the end it goes like this
6: oh, 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 oh my god oh yes i can't feel my fingers <laughs> if you set your mind to something and you put pre- work into it most likely you will get it if you try hard enough
2: okay i don't think that's the best advice but hey he's 13 I've, and yeah, he just he accomplished know. this it was great
3: yeah I'm- I'm not going to rain on the guys parade. That is terrible advice, though.
2: Some sort of prepared statement, yeah. Listen, man, whenever you accomplish something and you're feeling good about it, there is that thought in your mind. You know what? If you put your mind – you can do this. Yeah, but not always.
5: He's been doing it since he was, like, out of the womb. Been carrying
2: Tetris games around with him, according to the story. I know. (laughs) But, I mean, like, if you were – If your dream at thirteen, Scotty, was to be a point guard in the NBA, if you just keep trying hard enough, most likely you're gonna no. No, it didn't work that way. Wasn't gonna happen. No. And me neither.
3: What was your dream? Oh yeah, the NFL, David. Sorry. Yeah, well it's it's okay to let the dream die. You know. Yes. I think sometimes that's the the best advice you can get. You know, try and then but be realistic. I mean that's why I'm no longer a dope smoking musician either. But now enough time has passed. Is 2024
2: the year that we're actually going to hear some of the original music from the 2000s, early 2000s? You know, Jamie, it's okay to let the dream die. Right. Let it die and then look back on it, you know, with maybe these songs were way ahead of their time. Maybe they were brilliant and you don't even know it yet. Maybe,
5: maybe a Friday Five with Van Camp songs. Yes!
2: <laughs> that would be great. I'd love that. Yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, a lot going on. Oh, wait a second. Climate change is the root cause
3: uh, of the surge at the border? What? Yeah, apparently so. Are you so. joking me? What? Yeah. Uh, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas was asked why he thinks there's such an enormous surge of people coming across our southern border. And, well, you, you know, nothing to do with the open border policy and everything to do with things that are just out of their control okay we have the effects of climate change poverty increasing level of
1: authoritarianism the very many challenges that are at the root cause of the displacement of people around the world
2: displacement isn't that to indicate someone picked them up and dropped them somewhere yeah or
5: there's some sort of natural disaster that takes them from their home and makes them go elsewhere To escape. Either that or it got too cold
2: where they're at or too hot.
5: Yeah.
2: Where the hell did that come from? Well, you've got to put all of the left talking points in together and miss climate change and just throw it out there. Let's
5: find one person of the 200 (laughs) gazillion that have come in that say we're leaving because of climate change. One.
3: Yeah. Well, there aren't any. (laughs) Yeah, he's trying to uh, tie this into mass migration out of the Middle East and Northern Africa into Europe. There are different conditions that are happening here, and and it's not climate change so much as it is from that part of the world. It's, I don't know, terrorist organizations chopping people's heads off. Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. You say it a
2: million times. I don't blame anybody for wanting to move to a different country for a better opportunity. The United States is a great place to do it. You understand that. But we have to have a secure border. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And so as this has always been part of the plan for Mayorkas and Biden and the rest, and climate change and all of these other factors. And that's why we're overrun. No, it's because you opened the border right. the minute you took office. It's just maddening. I don't I don't think too many independents even believe what he's trying to sell there. I think that's the good news. Meanwhile, um, I don't
3: know that I had heard the word Magonomics before. Is yeah. that a new one? Actually, it sounds a lot better than Bidenomics, but the um, White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, says the uh, Trump tax cuts added too much to the national deficit, the national debt, um, <laughs> and that's why we're in dire straits right now.
4: Jeez. Yeah, you know what? The GOP, congressional Republicans, what they want to do is they want to f- continue with their magnomics. What they've proposed will add $3 trillion to the debt. That's... That's the numbers. You're a data guy. That's the numbers. That's what we have seen.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, Magonomics actually was pretty good.
2: Yeah, when you talk to people, were you
3: better off in 2019? Well, yeah.
2: I mean, you can keep telling people. You just don't understand how Bidenomics right. is working well for you. I mean, I know it doesn't show up when you do your budget, but trust us, it's going to in the end, and you're going to be happy about it. You just don't know how good you have it right now. I'm trying to convince people of that. Meg. The megonomics. I like it though. Trump should steal it. it. You know what? It's not a bad idea. Yeah, you could work that. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the things about fake news. Yeah. He started owning fake news and calling the
3: left fake news.
5: Well, well let's do the. You could do that Meganomics, with economics. Bidenomics. Let's do exactly. the list. Yeah. Well, I think you would like
2: megonomics.
3: Yeah. Well, and how do you ar- how do you argue against "Make America Great Again" economics? That's true.
2: It's a pretty good point there, David. All right. You know, Trump's... His name has been in the news. You know why? Because he's been linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Right. What a farce this is. Unreal. I I wasn't surprised, yet I was
5: shocked at the same time.
2: I understand That he was in
5: the same breath as Prince Andrew. And And Bill Clinton. Copperfield and Clinton and all these other guys.
2: Yes. Well, a little clip from NBC... Uh, Today's show, it goes like this.
6: Familiar names, from politicians to celebrities, many of them previously linked to Epstein before his suicide in 2019. Former President Bill Clinton and Donald Trump mentioned in deposition transcripts.
2: <laughs> Golly. Man. Trump kicked him out of the club. So dishonest. <laughs> what year was that? It, I don't even know. It was like more than 10 years before Trump was even elected. Yeah. Long time ago, they had a falling out. Both met Epstein, and Trump both said, "Yeah, there was a falling out, no doubt." Because yeah. he was creeping girls out at the club.
3: Yeah, I mean that, that'd be like saying, "Yeah, you know, a few years ago at a World Series game in Houston, Texas, uh it was a, it was, you know, who was there? Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander, and David Van Camp." <laughs> I mean, I was in the ballpark, but I wasn't on the field. That's right. Somebody's banging on those garbage cans. That's right? hilarious.
2: <laughs> as far as you know, <laughs> right? Man, is that funny. You want to hear the the way the rest of this of one course plays I out? I do. Okay.
6: Both have denied any wrongdoing. In one, a woman who once worked for Epstein recalled he spoke to her about Clinton, saying Epstein told her one time, quote, that Clinton likes them young referring to girls. A spokesman for Clinton referred NBC News to a prior statement from 2019 Mm -hmm. saying he had not spoken to Epstein in over a decade and was unaware of Epstein's crimes. Mm -hmm. The same woman says Epstein once suggested calling Trump for an outing in Atlantic City. Other prominent (sighs) names also...
3: What? Okay. And then that was it. That was it. So they're linked together. (laughs) Yeah, that's the same thing. You know who
2: you should call? You should call Trump. You should call Trump. Yeah. Same as he likes them young. Right. They're so dishonest, the way they do that. I was thinking to myself, at least they mentioned the part about Bill Clinton likes him young. Because ABC and Good Morning America, they did not mention that at all. Not at all. As a matter of fact, they bring in the legal expert, Dan Abrams. And you can tell me if I'm way off base here. To me, the whole thing with Epstein and all of these documents, has been the thought of, okay, you have Ghislaine Maxwell in jail for whatever it is, over 20 years, uh, for trafficking young girls. Yep. There were dudes that were with those girls. Shouldn't they be punished? Yeah. yeah. Right? Isn't that the whole story? Right. They never bring that part well,
3: up. no. Well. I mean that's that's the joke it's like Ghislaine Maxwell is going to prison for trafficking underage girls to no one exactly
2: and so I think the last question they don't bring it up at all and little George on ABC asked Dan Abrams
9: do you think there any any chance that charges could come from this I think it's very
7: unlikely I mean look there's a lot of quote unquote new information coming out, but it's not new to the authorities right it's new to us the public for the first time we're seeing the names behind what is alleged here but The people involved, the lawyers involved,
2: uh, the authorities have all known this information. It's just that the public is learning for the first time some of the names behind the various things that are alleged to have happened in connection with a civil lawsuit, again, that happened a long time ago. (laughs) Hey,
3: Hey, moron, that's the controversy. Right. Yes. All these people were involved with this dude. Right. And it's been kept under lock and key for years. Isn't, tell me if I'm wrong, isn't that just his
2: way of saying, this is a nothing burger. Right, pretty much. There's really nothing to this here. And we don't want George, your old friend Bill Clinton, getting swept up in this. Because you remember at ABC, if you go back to 2019, Amy Robach, who was working still at the network at that time for her other controversy, uh, was caught on a hot mic talking about the story she had ready to go in 2016 about Epstein. And Clinton. And this is what she said on the hot mic in 2016.
4: It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I tried for three years to get it on to no avail. And now it's all coming out. And it's like these new revelations. And I freaking had all of it. I'm so pissed right now. Like Every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh, my God. What we had was unreal.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We had the story. They squashed it. Well, yeah, and one of the things uh, was with Prince Andrew. It's because the the higher-ups at ABC were worried about getting iced out of a royal wedding.
2: Oh, that's right!
3: Yes. How about that?
2: Yeah.
3: Crazy, isn't it?
5: Integrity. Yes. Exceptional. On your side.
2: Oh, by the way, and as a side note, different story here, but it has to do with the list of people. Uh, I didn't see Jimmy Kimmel anywhere. No, I missed that one. Not on there. No. And it's going to be curious... If you hadn't heard the story, Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show and said, you know, uh, what is it, Jimmy Kimmel would be nervous. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. About the list coming out, that sort of thing. And McAfee apologized for it. Yeah. Did you hear that? that? Yeah. It said, um, we obviously don't like to be associated with anything negative, so we apologize for being part of it. I can't wait to hear what Aaron says about it. Hopefully those two will just be able to settle this, you know, not work-wise, but able to chit-chat and move along. So uh, He said he thought Aaron was just trying to talk crap. That's
5: what Did I... Upon further review, that's exactly how I took it now. I yeah. take it like he's just throwing it out there because they're just joking about it or whatever. The list. And he, and he hates Jimmy Kimmel, and Kimmel hates him.
2: Well, and we had mentioned this yesterday, talking about, all right, what's the beef about? It's probably about Jimmy Kimmel making fun of Aaron Rodgers for not getting vaccinated. Right. And then that got dug up. When he did that whole piece. Do you remember what it sounded like when he, Aaron Rodgers didn't take the vaccine and then got COVID?
5: He, yeah, I it do was, kind of remember that. Yeah. You probably heard uh, Aaron Rodgers, who's unvaccinated, tested positive for COVID last week, even though he told reporters he was immunized months ago. A. Raj defended himself. He said he tested negative over 300 times before testing positive, which is the same kind of logic your 95-year-old grandmother uses to justify keeping her driver's license. And then Aaron attempted to explain himself on the Pat McAfee Show. And, but you'll never guess who this whack packer has been getting
2: his medical advice from.
1: I consulted with a now good friend of mine, Joe Rogan, after he got COVID. And I've been doing
0: a lot of the stuff that he recommended.
3: And Pat's covering his mouth, trying not to
0: laugh.
2: Now, let's look back at history. Uh, Yeah. Well, yeah. Who's the idiot? Jimmy Kimmel. Right. I think Joe Rogan, everything he said at the time was true. Absolutely true.
5: Yeah, I mean, it was probably not the greatest thing for Aaron Rodgers to say that, to implicate him in a way that I thought, upon further review again, I think what he was goofing with, he was Mm -hmm. trying to hammer him and, you know, get him. Back for all this stuff. He, yeah, that could he's, be. He's done all kinds of stuff with, with against Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's blown a lot of crap at him.
3: All right, what is what does Jimmy Kimmel have on you, Scott?
5: Um, I was in attendance when the girls were jumping on trampolines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and admit it now. That was part of Kimmel's past as well. So I never thought Th- he was that, very funny. That he doesn't want to talk about. By the way, yes. Yeah. And yeah. the blackface and everything else, right?
2: Oh, no. He's moved beyond of course. that now. Of course he has. No. He's
5: enlightened these days. No.
2: Yes. That clip coming back of him going after Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan. Yeah. It really does make him look like a buffoon. you got to be happy about that. Um, oh, have you heard about the uh, women's rights groups and the U.N. women and the trans person now? you got to hear this story much more coming up. You never know what's going to
3: happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can
2: find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job.
3: With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year For one million dollars of coverage.
2: Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed award winning agents who can help you find the
3: best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. So you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com.
9: Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite. Is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end of season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher.
2: All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I've heard a lot about the UN being useless, especially since October 7th. Yeah. Uh, the UN Women UK, uh, they have a new, quote, champion, person mm. that's like leading the charge for women. Oh, good. Happens to be a dude. Of course. Uh, yeah, male trans activist, Monroe Bergdoff. That's the ambassador. Oh, all right. If that name sounds familiar at all, it might be because in 2017, uh, Bergdoff was fired from his position as a model with L'Oreal Paris, the cosmetic brand, Yeah. after some comments he made on Facebook saying all white people are racist,
10: hmm.
2: uh, but then was rehired in 2020 after George Floyd to order, in order to shape the firm's diversity policies. So now this person has the gig as the champion of the U.N. Women's U.K. And now you have 17 women's organizations that have written a letter to the U.N. committee saying this is B.S. you got to be kidding me. Groups like Fair Play for Women, Sex Matters, Women's Rights Network. They were disappointed to see the U.K. committee go so far as to select a male to represent women. Why are we bothering with the UN
5: at all anymore?
2: It's just so ridiculous. It
5: it, it really is. It it really it's just another far left organization.
2: Well, and one of the things the women say is about this guy. He's a highly sexualized stereotype of womanhood. Oh, okay. And had been in trouble before. He had to resign as an advisor on an LGBTQ plus. position with the UK Labor Party because of homophobic and racist posts. Um, Again, all white people, violent racist, and also said, bleep you, stupid, dirty, and smelly inward. Um, And then uh, apparently he doesn't like some lesbian women, I guess, because he used some slurs there. He called some hairy barren lesbians. And wow. then another place, a Baron Harry Dyke.
5: So he doesn't like black people. He doesn't like white people. He doesn't like lesbians.
2: But he's going to represent women in the UK. Is He from uh, Mars?
5: I mean, what? They
2: don't like anybody. I think he likes other trans people. That's it. End of know, okay. story.
5: Okay. Unless know. they're black or white, <laughs> right? Unreal. So that's
2: the person you choose right, with everything exactly. in the history.
5: It's, that's what I mean. Women's groups need to stand up.
2: Okay. Very few are. Absolutely. Could not agree with that more. Um oh quick question. Do you know what the
3: price of a stamp is right now? I don't. I have no idea. I don't even I have don't. a ballpark estimate. A Closest two do- wins.
5: A dollar ten.
3: For a stamp? Yeah. Dollar ten. David? Uh forty cents.
2: It's sixty six cents. Uh. It said that boomers were most likely to know the answer. Only 14% of people knew eh, that.
5: I don't remember the last time I bought a stamp. I resent that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's going to be an increase, by the way, coming up. Another two cents could be tacked onto that. That's part of the reason it's in the news.
3: Yeah.
2: Bidenomics at work. Here we go. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, yeah, four, 49% of people guessed lower than $0.66. Cents, 17% guessed higher. I don't know how many people guessed actually a dollar more that would be me yes
5: (laughs) i don't know i don't know
2: i think uh think you might be alone in that one and the pineapple on pizza debate has now reached italy oh good it's rocking italy right now they hate it i'm sure supposed to be the well not so much there's a guy that's got a whole movement wow saying why do we discriminate if you like it surprised no i like to know some people love freedom david Freedom's awesome. No, that's where I draw the line. I'm a. This pineapple. is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show.
3: <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. We were just Fine. up on it. A pizza fascist. You can keep going. I am. I yes. am a pizza. Well, not. I'm. I'm. I'm a pineapple on pizza fascist. Okay. There you go. Yeah.
2: I don't know why you you love freedom with so many other things. I do. Not that.
3: But okay. What's the biggest story today? That's a topping of war. Okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> Uh, biggest story of the day, yeah, we got the Epstein or some of the Epstein documents coming out, implicating people like Bill Clinton uh, and uh, 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 Stephen Hawking, Prince Andrew, and I do wonder if Prince Andrew has learned how to sweat yet. I'd love oh, to know.
2: I, I'll bet
5: it's pouring out today.
3: Yeah, I think you're right about that.
2: Yeah, we'll get to that news update and much more straight ahead right here. Van Camp and Robbins show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer, that's Scott Robbins. Republicans, golly,
3: you know what they want to do now? Cut yep. Border Patrol agents. Yeah. Who says this? Well, that, the White House has been on this for, uh, I think, more than a year at this point. Uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean Pierre tried to brag about some of the deportations that have happened in the last year or so while defending the administration's border disaster.
4: Since May 12th, DHS has been able to remove and return over 460,000 individuals who, who did not have a legal basis to be here that's what DHS has been able to do since May 12th. While while DHS was removing starting to remove folks who were here on a, who were not here on a legal basis, you had House Republicans voting to get rid of 2000 uh you know border patrol agents. That's what they were doing.
3: So misleading. Now well, that's not just misleading, that's an outright lie. Why? Um so what what she's referencing there is the House Freedom Caucus introducing a budget resolution that would have kept funding levels at, I think, fiscal year 2022 levels. Um, And that would – I mean, long long story short, you're talking about uh, a budget proposal that didn't pass that would have prevented the Biden administration from hiring more bureaucrats. Not Border Patrol agents. Correct. It's people who would go down to the border and rubber stamp asylum claims and se- simply say, yeah, we'll see you in eight years um, or not, whatever, who cares. But they, they call them Border Patrol agents. Right. So or, it's all in the wording. Right, or Border Patrol officials or, or whatever yes. it may be. I mean, yes. And I love that she's bragging about 400,000 or so deportations. Many of those have been in the works for a long time because in this country, unfortunately, it takes a lot. Uh, and and can take a long time to deport somebody um, who is here illegally, uh, but but it's like four hundred thousand when you've let in what eight to ten million people. Yeah. In the last three years, it's like yeah, man. Well, our offense scored twenty one points. Yeah, but but your defense allowed sixty seven points. Exactly. You know who cares? Right. No.
2: But you put up these other numbers so you could just use that as a talking point. And try to fool people that you're really doing something about this i wonder as we sit here and you try not to make too much out of polls because you've been burned by polls in the past but as we've mentioned many times the democrats are upside down on this issue as they are many issues and especially biden and the way the numbers look right now it looks like a disaster for him and at first when you had people on the left seeing the polling that Trump could actually beat Biden, they were shocked because they're in an echo chamber and all they ever hear is orange man, bad, blah, blah, blah. To know what real America is seeing every day and to understand, yeah, this dude is going to beat Biden if everything keeps rolling along. Now, you never know what's going to happen this year. But you wonder that bet you made yesterday, David, saying Hillary Clinton will be the nominee yeah. this summer. I don't know if it's going to be her, but there. are there are certainly parts of you that are like, how is this guy going to still be there come October? Right. I mean, he still can't put a sentence together. No. His policies are terrible. No one's buying all the BS they're putting out there. Well, We'll see.
5: Well, okay. I mean, they got a lot. The thing about it is the Republicans and Rona McDaniel have a really good opportunity to screw things up again. Oh, th-
2: that's what they well, usually they're good do. At
5: that, yeah. They're really good at that.
2: Yes. Yeah.
3: No doubt. Okay, let's get to uh, the plagiarism scandal. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the liberals for the last couple of weeks have been uh, vehemently and, and passionately defending uh, the now former president of Harvard, Claudine Gay, over plagiarism accusations. They're saying, well, this is just right-wing racists going after a strong, independent black woman who's an excellent <laughs> scholar, by the way, who, sure... Maybe hasn't published a lot, and maybe what she's published has been ripped off here and there. But it's not plagiarism, okay? It's improper citation is what it is. Yeah, they gave it the new name. Well, now liberals are going after a Republican, uh, former congresswoman. She's running again, Myra Flores. If you remember her. Yeah. Uh, she's a Republican out of South Texas, the first Mexican-born woman to serve in Congress. Mm-hmm. Well, the racist in the Democrat Party uh, went after her, buried her, and then uh, unseated her after she won her special election. Now there is a scandal because apparently on social media she's been uh, posting photos of, like, food and and ranch life and things like that. Like, she's cooking out uh, gorditas de masa uh, photos where she says, yeah, the ranch life with family is the best. Well, apparently these photos were actually taken by other people. Like one was from a Facebook post from a, 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 I guess a cooking magazine or something like that. Really? Um, yeah. And so all these, so all these lefties now are like piling on. They're calling it Grubgate. <laughs> it was one of those things like it's silly, but yeah, it's it's just kind of funny to me that after saying no plagiarism was fine for Harvard, but this lady needs to be held to account because she stole someone's food photos. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I mean, you could look at that and say, hey, why would you do that? Just take a picture of your own place. But you're not the president of Harvard. Right. You know, with all of your distinguished record and just vigorous academia, and we're going to punish anyone that plagiarizes, we're going to kick them out of school, except you're the president. By the way, I think we mentioned this yesterday, the AP headline for this story with claudine gay did you see it harvard president's resignation highlights new conservative weapon against colleges plagiarism unbelievable that's the (laughs) conservatives pounce story the new weapon against colleges
3: plagiarism yeah conservatives invented plagiarism accusations by the way elon musk on x
2: the AP has the woke mind virus growing out of its head like a giant mushroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. By the way, when you're talking about pictures from the ranch, did you see the Kelly Clarkson story? No. Okay.
5: The weight loss story? Yes. Yeah, I saw that.
2: Did you see how I'm going to bring this into the ranch? No. Okay. So she, she's lost a lot of weight. A lot of weight. Okay. So there's stories about it. That's the way it usually goes As a celebrity that's overweight, they lose weight and then they want to talk to them about it. And at the same time, other people are screaming, body positivity. Right. It's kind of this mixed message. Uh, but anyway, she said, um, I dropped weight because I've been listening to my doctor a couple of years. I didn't. And 90% of the time, I'm really good at it because a protein diet is good for me anyway. Now, this is where we get to the ranch. I'm a Texas girl, so I like meat. Sorry, vegetarians in the world. Uh Uh-oh. Oops. I don't know what it's like for Kelly Clarkson. I have no idea with her show and everything else, but I'm betting, you know, she's getting messages all over the place. Well, do you know there's substitutes for meat?
5: Oh, yeah. well, of course.
2: Don't you imagine that's probably happening to her right now? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess. Not sure. By the way, you still like Kelly Clarkson, Scott? Do I still like her? Yeah, you used to like her music a little bit. There's yeah, some the pop right. perfection.
5: I, the shows—I don't like her show all that much. It's a lot of smooching going on. What do you mean? Well, the guests are all fawned on, and she
2: kisses everybody.
5: Well, no, I, I'm using that metaphorically. Speaking. Okay. Yes, but
2: it's, it's not like the Drew Barrymore thing with or I'm her not and quite Oprah there yet, where she was just like pawing her arm.
5: They're both just—I just think they're both feel like they just can't believe they're surrounded by people. That they are surrounded by. Well,
3: what yeah. do you want them to do, though? Like, trash them when they come out? It's a no, I mid-day treat them as equals. I...
5: That's all. Oh, I can't believe. Oh, it's so great to have
3: you. Ah, I've been a fan. For... Well, oh. I mean, that's I mean, the gig, on, though, dude. right? You can't, you can't bring somebody in and just be like, you suck. No. I, I mean, I a, would watch that show. There's a fine
5: line between you suck and, oh, I can't believe you're here. That. There. Right. In the middle somewhere. You guys are killing me. I do feel that way every time Van Camp joins the show though. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing a show. With you, thank you.
2: <laughs> uh did you see this story? Just on a lighter note, um and even Fox had this earlier. People are searching for calendars from nineteen ninety six as a retro kind of thing. Oh wow. Because it you know, the way the year lines up, all the days are the same. So hey, this would be cool to have a calendar from nineteen ninety six up.
5: That is weird. I didn't I didn't even think about that. I probably have one. I save mine generally speaking. Are you serious? Yeah, a lot of them I do, only because they're what a, a band or something, and it's their year of, of the calendar of the band all year or whatever. I have one of those that
2: I saved. You have a bunch of them. Uh, then you probably have 96. I don't have 96, no. 96 calendars right now on eBay are going from anywhere from 20 to $200. Holy smokes. Well, you wouldn't sell it anyway because you wouldn't sell any of the junk you keep. Yeah, probably not. It's interesting because then people are looking back, okay, there's like a friend's calendar. There's a Seinfeld calendar. Yeah. Home improvement. All those. Yep. There's Whitney Houston. There's Pamela Anderson. Everything from 96, which you would have been, what, nine years old, David? 96? Y- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. What were you listening to then? Any idea? I think that's the first year we knew each other, Scott, but that was the first yeah. year we worked together. Right. 96. Yep. Yeah. And I got to see all the problems up close. Huh. <laughs> I'm joking.
5: Sorry about that.
2: <laughs> no, we had a lot of fun, man. We had a, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, it wasn't our best that. days, but it was, it was a lot oh, that of That was the year of the Kiss reunion.
5: Yeah, but I mean, radio-wise, things were starting to slip and slide a little bit. Oh, we 90, still had a ball. By 98, but it still had fun, yeah.
2: Yeah, it was a good time. But you have no recollection of what you would have been listening to at the
3: time, David? At the time, uh when did the first Rage Against the Machine album come out? Oh, it was early nineties. Okay. Second one would have been out by ninety four or five. Oh, okay. So yeah, I probably I was probably listening to that, getting into that. I was listening to Aerosmith and Elvis more than more than anything and Dolly Parton when I was. Nine like years nine, old,
5: Rage Against the Machine, huh? I had an wow. older brother. Oh, I
2: have Rage Against the Machine news, if you want it. I saw him
5: the other oh, yeah, night I saw
2: on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing they remember they had a big this reunion tour is going to happen yeah. i forget who it was got hurt first night
3: yeah they had the singer did he got hurt
2: okay so they're going to get back out there apparently they're not because i think it was the drummer that put it out on social media yeah. hey all you people when is it, it's not happening it's off no one else has commented mm. imagine that band with inner turmoil not agreeing on stuff crazy isn't it Yeah, it sure is yeah that's something <laughs> okay um we got to get to another news update a lot popping today and did you see where uh sweethearts is selling situation ship hearts for valentine's day you'd love that stuff scott we'll have some fun with that coming up right here
1: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins.
0: We just become best friends, yep.
1: Making sense of it all. Now oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up Francis. This is The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show.
2: The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van
3: Camp, Scott Robbins, thank you for being here. Who ripped the crap out of Biden? This is a, a kind of interesting development here. Uh, the Economist uh, magazine, they uh, their first cover story in uh, 2024 is looking at Biden's re-election chances. okay? Uh, and as the editor-in-chief writes, "Our first cover of 2024 looks at Joe Biden's re-election prospects. Mr. Biden's net approval rating stands at minus 16 points. Donald Trump leading polls in the swing states where the elections will be decided is a coin toss away from a second presidential win. Mr. Trump should be unelectable, owing to the 91 felonies with which he has been charged in different parts of America, yet the 81-year-old Mr. Biden is so unpopular he may well lose. How did it come to this? No one said that. Who said that? At the moment, the Democrats are sleepwalking towards disaster in failing to look past joe biden democrats have shown cowardice and complacency and probably the 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 most i i guess brutal part of it is uh there is the cover photo is joe biden walking next to a 1942 studebaker and it says made in 42 roadworthy in 24 <laughs> wow
2: yeah You know, I think that makes sense what they're saying. The Democrats are cowards uh, because, you know, they know that this is a losing proposition for them. I mean, the only thing, and you've said it many times, Scott, the only thing they have to run on is they're running against Trump.
5: Yeah. Well, and fear and the fear of
2: Donald Trump. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But to me, it's more than that. Who else are they going to put in there? Yeah. Well, you bring up an interesting point because
5: they know they know that generally the pecking order would be kamala harris correct and they also know she's totally unelectable you think joe biden's unelectable no one would vote for her
2: no they already know that they know
5: that so they're stuck in order to meet their dei requirements with her they're
2: screwed except part of that would be the fear of losing the black vote correct well yeah you can't find that in polling. Yeah. No. But then you go past her. It's not Gavin Newsom. Oh God. They had the trial run. It seemed like in the no. fall, and it didn't well, go well. He's a disaster. His own state. I mean, Michelle Obama doesn't want it. No. And then you get to Hillary. She'd love to have it. But this doesn't look good with Bill Clinton back in the
5: no. news <laughs> again with Which the Jeffrey
3: Epstein stuff.
2: Even worse. Yeah.
3: Yeah, hey, but the Babylon Bee might have a solution for that. Yeah, Their headline today was uh, Hillary Clinton spotted at Bass Pro Shops buying a sniper
5: rifle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She'd take out Bill. She's got to feel like that guy's gotten in my way so many times. Whatever
5: gets in her way, yeah, absolutely. No questions.
2: I mean, at the same time, he put her on the national stage. I understand that. But since what, the year 2000? Yeah. He's been an anchor on her. Well, she's dragging around in a
3: lot of ways. She's got to feel like I mean, you could. But she's unelectable, too. No one likes her. Yeah. But I I think that she is the Democrats best chance. I think she would be Trump this time around. I don't think so. Mm, I don't either. I I really don't.
5: I I, I I, can't imagine it. But also, I don't know. There's no bullpen there.
2: No, that's the whole thing. So if not any of these people who else is there they're just sort of stuck
3: yeah there's no well part of it is is one of the things that's been talked about a lot in democrat circles is that the older democrats have just not given up any of their power i mean it took i mean it took a lot of pressure to get nancy pelosi to no longer lead the democrats this is true i mean she refused to give up the gavel
2: 100 percent. yeah i think they're in trouble. And you look at suburban women, all these different demographics, and then, you know, the states that are going to decide this thing, everything looks right now, at least in Trump's favor, with all of the indictments and everything else. Which honestly, if you go back to, say, March of 2021, did you ever think we'd be sitting here in this position right now with Trump with these numbers over Biden after everything? No. Because there were so many people, I know personally, we talked about it, of people that had backed Trump that said, I'm done with him. And it wasn't so much that he really tried to cause an insurrection or anything else, but they were just sour on the whole thing. They were ticked off. They came back around. You've seen it with a number of different people. And you think, okay, when it comes to policy, what's best for the country? And you got a lot of independents, you can see it in polling saying, I'd rather have Trump. He may not be my first pick, but I'd take him over Biden. Right.
5: But a pet rock is only two points behind
2: <laughs> Biden right now. Yeah. Uh, I make Ramaswamy made some news. Um, and this is another reason why, you know, he might be irritating to some conservatives as a grandstander, as trying to be just another version of Trump, but not as good. But man, did he give it back to a Washington Post reporter? They're talking about, you know, Harvard and Claudine Gay and racism. And the question is, well, um, do you denounce white supremacy? And he answers the question, and then she comes back, and you can hear her say, yeah, but you didn't denounce white supremacy. And that's where he had had enough.
8: Yeah. You can not say that you condemn white supremacy. I'm not, I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against vicious racial discrimination in this country, so I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which absolutely fits the, fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine, and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost trust. And I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vikram Ramaswamy refuses is to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question the reality is i condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction you want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race stop discriminating on the basis of race
2: i loved it perfect okay if you can try to do this in your mind Go back ten years, say it's the beginning of twenty fourteen, and someone takes down a reporter like that, would you have any sympathy for the reporter at all? No. Uh no. Not even hey, that person's just trying to do their job, that sort of thing.
5: Yeah, more so than I do today, if that's what you're you're getting at. So Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because I think so many of us have seen how destructive it is mm-hmm. to see what media has done. Just lying to people day after day
8: after day. And half the country really has no idea what's going on. He wasn't done, by the way. Do that and we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. You people have been responsible for dividing this country to a breaking point. Creating a projection of national division. I meet people from the south side of Chicago to meetings like this one of every shade of melanin, multiple from man to woman doesn't make a difference who are hungry for reviving unity in this country. And you, with your catechism that you try to get these politicians to whatever fake headline you're going to print on the basis of this conversation tomorrow, that's what's dividing this country for a break to a breaking point. Shame on you! Look people in the eye and tell them what you've actually failed to tell them for the last five years. Own the accountability for your own failures as the media. Yep. That's how we rebuild trust in this country. And until then, I don't have a lot of patience to play the games. What do you
4: expect,
2: there you go. Yeah. You know, how many times. Have we talked about it on this show, where when you have people, different races, work together, play together, whether it's sports, music, whatever, everybody gets along, it's not a thing. Most of the time, people are like, oh, yeah, I see it all the time. But you never get that from media, where people live in, I don't know if you want to call it harmony, whatever word you want to choose. I hadn't even told you guys this story. So over Christmas break, my son-in-law... um, think the girls were doing something else we went to the gym just to play some hoops there were other guys playing um so we got into a game uh three on three long story short as we're playing there were a couple of guys that came in they looked early 20s and you could tell they were ballers they were good and i was getting tired and they're going to play another game and i looked at the big dude that had just come in and i'm like do you want to play and he goes yeah i'll play and so he came in and then i went to the other side of the court where the other dude was and We just strike up a conversation as it, you know, can always go. And, you know, we get names. And so I meet Trayshawn, who's 23. And at first, we're just talking about basketball and just random stuff. And then we got on. He just started talking about um, how he had started meditating. I'm going somewhere with this. Hang on. Okay. (laughs) So it's just this random conversation that just happens in real life, right? And... So there you know some back and forth and I'm like, "Well, tell me about that. The first time you meditate, okay? Are you sitting there going, "What am I supposed to do?" Because sometimes the first time I started really praying, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what to say." So we're exchanging this. We end up talking for like 20 minutes because the game kept going on. We cover all these different parts of life and part of his story. And we ended up actually on talking race. And I'm like, "Do you ever get the feeling that the powers that be want the different races to be fighting when you come to a gym like this all the time people play together <laughs> it's never a thing mm-hmm. you know and he goes yeah absolutely you get that feeling all the time and he started going off on education because he didn't finish high school and i said has it been in the way of you getting a job absolutely not and he's like in college that's more of a bleep and rip off than high school. We're just going back and forth. And and so at the end of it, I'm riding back home with my son-in-law. I goes, hey, what, what were you guys talking about? I'm like, you know what? We solved the world's problems in 20 minutes. Just talking about real life and people just getting along. And I think there are so many people in the country feel like, yes, that's the way it is all the time. Unless someone's coming in with an agenda, then it's a completely different situation. But most people... Just want to get along, and it doesn't really matter. But the reporter, like the Washington Post reporter, but you didn't denounce white supremacy. Are you kidding me? We got to get past all that crap, man. She's looking for a headline. Yeah, I know she's doing exactly what she's she's told to do. What she was learned to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know it's National Spaghetti Day?
3: Um, I celebrate every year, yes.
2: I'm a fan. Are we over at Van Camps tonight?
3: Heck, yeah. I'm not going to your place, Scotty. What's wrong with my place? Your place is
2: fine, but you don't know how to cook.
5: I can boil noodles.
3: (laughs) You can heat up SpaghettiOs. That counts. (laughs) Yummy. (laughs) Right
2: out of the can, baby. No eating. Okay. A story about Gen Z's and car shopping and a news update straight ahead.
9: Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end of season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut top sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QuALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, everybody is guaranteed perfect for a limited time get 50 off site-wide plus save an extra thirty dollars when you use promo code quality at checkout start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from omaha steaks all 50 off with their end of season event make sure to enter the promo code quality at checkout to get that extra thirty dollars off your order minimum purchase may apply omaha steaks america's original butcher
2: All right. The Markley, Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins.
3: News update, David Van Camp. Well, uh, we have another liberal organization trying to take Trump off the ballot in another state. Here we go. This is in Illinois. The group is called Free Speech for People. They are reclaiming our democracy, fighting for free and fair elections, my friends. Uh, it's headed up. Well, by, hold
2: on, I, uh, they're yeah. fighting for free and fair elections. Yeah, but we
3: don't want the people to decide. And we definitely, yes, exactly. We want to be able to take anyone we damn well please off the ballot. Uh, headed up by a guy named John Bonifaz, a lawyer, Democrat Party campaign consultant. He was a former senior advisor for Ted Kennedy. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, they're they here. We go again. They're going to try to take. Uh, Trump off the ballot in Illinois, and really all this does is serve as a test case to see if Democrats can't wage a campaign to take him off the ballot everywhere. Because, I mean, Trump's not going to win Illinois probably, if no. he's the nominee. I mean, it's just... I, I, I'd i be floored if he won Illinois. Um, along with California or any other deep blue state like that. Um, well, you know
2: what, man? There might be a Democrat in Chicago very upset right now that was on fox earlier today really that had it with the biden administration because of the immigration and, crisis yeah, in chicago yeah it's breaking like they got to do something they got to stop people from yeah. coming in <laughs> he's probably gonna call this other dude and say hey we want that guy on the ballot we need right. something done here oh my gosh it's crazy man they're really afraid well, they, they see the polling man they know where this they, is going
5: they have to scare the hell out of people they have to keep you know, referencing Hitler yeah. and the loss of democracy and, and all the nonsense they're throwing at the wall now because they've got no record to run on. You can't run on any of
2: this. Sorry to put you on the spot with this, David. What have you heard the latest with the Supreme Court on this? Because they've got
3: to take this up. Yeah, uh, Trump has filed. Uh, Trump's legal team has officially filed an appeal for the Colorado case. I mean, the Colorado case appears to me to be the big one right. just because it was the first. And so you know
2: everything else would go in that line, right? right.
3: Uh, yeah, they they would say basically what I again I, to me I think what liberals really want they know they're probably going to lose this particular case, but whatever the Supreme Court comes back with at some point um, is is really the important thing because it'll give them an an idea of what they think they could legally get away with to take him off the ballot.
2: Okay. Don't you think for a lot of people, they've really overplayed it now? I think so, yeah. Especially independents see this. And they're like, Okay, wait a second. There was Russia collusion for all of this time. And then there was the impeachment in Ukraine and all of this nonsense. And we've learned a lot more about January 6th in the last couple of years. And what is this now? Like, what is the real reason you don't want that guy in office? <laughs> Right, And it's not the end of democracy, I can guarantee you that. I don't
10: care, mommy!
2: (laughs) (laughs) They don't care, they just want what they want. Russians gotta work harder this time. Unreal. You know what? Here's a nice story for you. This this is really heartwarming to me. Just to switch gears. Did anybody hear about the 7-year-old girl and her best friend just turned 100? Oh, no. I didn't hear that. Her name is Layla Peck. She's 7. This is near Scranton. Okay. Hey, Joe. <laughs> oh, he's a World War II vet. Joe Gagliardi. The little girl says they've been besties since she was a baby. And so she got her local fire department to drop her off at his party in a fire truck. He received an American flag flown in his honor over the U.S. Capitol in D.C. She also had her first grade class make him 100 birthday cards. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is cool. That... Absolutely, sometimes you got a neighbor, you know, a house or two down, yeah, you know that's a little bit older, and all of a sudden conversations start up, and a friendship starts, but seven years old, and he is a hundred. Wow, I, I thought that was really cool, and neither one of you guys said anything to bring it down. Thank you, trying Appreciate to be good. It. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Well, it is a new year.
3: it's good, okay, biggest story today, David, well, in addition to an effort to take uh Trump off the ballot in Illinois. Uh, an update out of New York. New York City is going to, well, they're, they're suing uh, the charter bus companies that transported migrants. Uh, how, I just saw that. How, wow, man. So I, I've, I've got Ain't the statement something. now from Eric Adams, the mayor of New York. Jeez. Okay, I'm going to give you my honest reaction in a minute. It may sound unhinged. All right. I'll I'll warn
2: you that ahead of time. Yeah, if we need to get to that. And then you got your big three of the day, Scott. Yeah. Yep. All right. Scott Robinson back. A news update. in New York City sues Texas next. Lee Van Camp and Robbins Show.
3: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, it uh, looks like Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, is going to be suing uh, the charter bus companies that were hired by the state of Texas to transport migrants uh, from Texas to New York. And he made a video announcement of this and put out saying that Basically saying under under New York social services law, companies that intentionally transport people in need of shelter and services to New York City as part of a bad faith plan must pay those costs.
5: Nope. Not going to
2: do it. No. No. We have the
3: audio. You want it? Uh, Yeah.
11: New York City has and will continue to do our part to manage this humanitarian crisis. But we cannot bear the cost of reckless political ploys from the state of Texas alone. Oh,
2: do you want me to just let this play, or do we want to comment oh, no. along the way? We can comment along the way. This was created by
11: Biden. Everybody knows that. Okay, so just stop with it. Today, our administration filed a lawsuit against seventeen companies that have taken part in Texas Governor Greg Abbott's scheme to transport tens of thousands of migrants to New York City in an attempt to overwhelm our social services system.
2: How do you know that? Are you a mind reader? Is that what he's trying to do, or is he just trying to pass on these people that you said you wanted
5: at one
3: point in time? He said you're a sanctuary city. Here you go.
5: Exactly. Yeah. Hey, dumbass, you had your hand up. And you're not getting a cent.
11: This is... Yeah. These companies have violated state law by not paying the cost of caring for these migrants. And that's why pursuing suing to recoup approximately $700 million huh. already spent yeah, good luck. to care for migrants bust here in the last two years by the state of Texas.
2: No, nope, I'm not getting Governor
11: it. Governor Abbott's continuing use of migrants as political pawns is not only chaotic uh-huh. and inhumane, but makes clear... How is it inhumane? Yeah. He keeps saying that. How? Because you've got to pick up the tab for it. Oh. But makes clear he puts politics over people uh-huh. today's lawsuit like you did. To serve as a warning to all those who break the law in this way
2: yeah well so- he got his marching orders didn't he he was all critical of biden until yeah. that day when he got visited by the feds yeah. yeah and all of a sudden he changed his tune he's singing a different
3: song yeah it's funny like somebody from his campaign gets raided the day <laughs> he's in dc to talk about this crisis he doesn't attend the meeting. Flies back to New York, yeah. and uh, yeah, suddenly he's singing a different tune. Look, the, the the thing is here is Adams has said that he's he's dealt with like something like 140 some odd thousand migrants, um, in New York City. Yes, they're saying uh, the according to New York City officials, about 33,000 of those came by way of Texas. So is he also going to sue the contractors who worked with the federal government who dropped them off there? It's a great question. Because the overwhelming, I mean, you're talking somewhere around 110,000 of the people who are there were dropped off there by non-government organizations contracted by the federal government. It's
2: a great point, David. As far as I guess some people might think this is unhinged, maybe it is. I guess I just keep playing it out in my mind. So there's this lawsuit. What happens if the bus
3: companies, they don't respond to it at all? What happens? Well, I mean, the, if, they're, if, if they're ordered to show up in court then, and they don't show up, they'd be in contempt of court. Contempt. And contempt. then what? So what? Well, Then and what happens?
5: They would, they would probably impound the buses and shut who, them down. Who would do that?
2: The government, I'm assuming. Who's, who is that? Well, I guess it would be New York. Well, you, people have to do that. Someone's got to show up. Yeah. Try to take it.
5: No, oh, I see what you're getting at. Okay.
3: That's where my mind always goes. Right. I can't help it. Is that unhinged? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. it's You're better off fighting it in court. I think New York City will wind up having to pay these companies.
2: And damages. It, it could be. In my mind. I guess that might be, I don't know. Is that small town? Well, I thinking. mean. Whatever I, it is, it's like, I, no. There are laws on the books already. You're not following them. You're allowing people to flood through the border. You're already doing this. So go freaking pound sand with your lawsuit. Not paying attention to it. We're going to keep busing people until this stops. Until they close up the border. Up yours. Done. Not playing the game anymore. Hey, who's knocking at the door right now? <laughs> I, don't,
5: I, I don't disagree. I'm just trying to absorb no, it all like, here. No, I, that's all. It's it's just so frustrating, no, man. It's you know The, the thing is... Again, I, we go back to this. We've, we've asked this question before when we're talking about what's going on with Israel and Hamas. What's Israel supposed to do? What's Abbott supposed to do? I know. What's he supposed to do? The world is watching. So what? And, and well, what you is, have to defend yourself. Again, what
3: is he supposed Just absorb all of it? Right. Well, this is, this is why, again, if you're part of the bus company, you can just say, hey, look, the governor of Texas uh, told us that you were a sanctuary city. They contracted us for these services. We're not part of any who makes the call, whether or not something right. is in bad faith. Right. Exactly. In your words, Scott, go pound sand.
5: Go pound sand. Yeah. All
0: right. You ready for your big yeah, three? let's go. Here we go. Are you ready?
9: One, One, two. Two.
0: you. Oh. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta! Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show.
2: Every day about this time, it's the Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Well,
5: I hope all the sweaters fit that I sent you for Christmas. I'm ready. Uh, Do they? Three.
3: Number three, apparently not. Americans have racked up some debt, you're telling me.
5: (laughs) Well... Ooh. I thought this was interesting because economists, sometimes you get lost in the fog of what they're saying. Just numbers, yeah. You know, it's, you're throwing all these numbers at you, you don't quite understand what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to be a big fan of sports to know that the football season in America isn't really long, and excluding the playoff teams, they play, what, 17 games yeah. over a span of 18 different weeks. The final games of the season are scheduled to be played this upcoming weekend, A few days after the national debt officially surpassed a new threshold of $34 trillion. $34 trillion. That's according to the announcement made Wednesday by the Treasury Department. In other words, don't feel bad about how much money you've probably lost on sports betting and fantasy leagues over the course of a year. The federal government has run up a trillion dollar tab in that length of time. In the last 17 weeks. A trillion dollars more on top of what they already have. Looking ahead, the debt will continue to skyrocket. The Treasury expects to borrow nearly one trillion more by the end of March.
2: And we're asking for more money for Ukraine. Nothing to see here.
3: Wow. Now, on with the countdown. The Sky Robins trifecta is top three. Man, yeah. Two. Uh-huh. Uh, number two, Sean Lennon, <laughs> ball people, uh, explains DEI. I never thought I would bring Sean Lennon into a story, but I
5: did. The intellectuals, professors, all the lefties, blah, 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 pretending that they really care a lot about racism and whatnot. Yes. So Sean Lennon tweeted this out, and it was very short. He said, hey, have you guys heard of DEI? It stands for dumb, evil, idiots. Wow. Sean Lennon, I figured he was a far-left nutty, right?
3: Oh, no. Apparently not. Oh, he's been he he's seen the darkness in that, so I he's he's kind of gone the other direction.
5: I really want him to work on PhD now.
3: Well, now hold on, now a that second. he's got
5: the DEI thing done.
3: Yeah, David, can you explain Sean Lennon because I don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, certainly over the last ten years, what's happened? Well, I I, I think he's just kind of cut against uh, liberal orthodoxy and. To me, the theory is, dang, man, I mean, you grow up with with Yoko Ono as your mom. Yeah, something's going gonna, something's to gonna break bad. Wow. So is there like a rift between him and Yoko? That or? I don't know. I don't, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about Sean uh, I Lennon. Had,
2: I, well, you knew a lot more than I did. I had
5: no well, idea. I, I just wild. knew that,
3: yeah, he's pushed back on lefty narratives for a few years.
5: Good for him. Dumb, evil idiots. I like that. I like that's a bumper sticker.
3: Yep. Yeah. All right. And the countdown continues. Yes, the Scott Robbins trifecta top 3 of the day. And finally, one. Uh number 1, the state department put out a reminder about the <laughs> about the need for a valid passport if you're going to be traveling abroad. You
5: can't make this stuff up. Here's the tweet. Your journey of a thousand miles begins with a valid passport. Don't be that traveler. Check the expiration date before you travel. Ready, check, go on the hashtag. Now, in a sane world, this would be, hey, they're just letting people know, right? Yeah. But we don't live in that world. In other words, if you go to the border and come across, you don't need any stinking passport to go anywhere. Of course not. Do illegal immigrants have passports when they come into the country? No. No, of course not. Wow. You come across the southern border with all the other illegals, are they going to check to see if you have a passport? No. 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 But you, American citizens, you get your damn passport.
2: Okay. Uh, Is that something, if I lost it, that is really needed? Like, people won't remember to do that if they're going to be leaving the country?
3: And all of a sudden they put that out on social media and that's this reminder that people need? I I think it's uh, it's probably the most obvious example of how worried the Biden administration is about uh, Trump's election chances against him. Because they know a lot of liberals are going to be leaving the country. So they're like, hey, there might be a backlog. Get that passport. Get that passport ready. Man, oh, man.
2: It it just reminds me of another department that just needs to go. Like, that's the whole gig is coming up with these messages. That's got to be wasted money.
5: And there you have it. Like, hey, don't forget, two weeks till Christmas. Why, I I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's the 25th every year.
2: Yeah. Boy, what would we do without those passport reminders? (laughs) Exactly. That's gracious, man. Okay, uh, still got to get to uh, another news update. And then Nimrod's in the news. Don't lie about a stolen car. That story coming up.
9: Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary butcher's cut filet mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable butcher's cut top sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed. Perfect For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher.
2: They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day.
5: And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single
2: HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will
3: you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every
2: mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order.
3: HelloFresh also helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and
2: saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE
3: at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code
5: MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. FREE.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Another news update, David Van Camp.
3: Uh, I I mean, the big news to me now is uh, the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, suing 17 different bus companies uh, who worked with the state of Texas to deliver them the illegal immigrants that New York up to this point really wanted. We're a sanctuary city. Yeah. Right. $700 million to recoup the costs. And I, I ju- it just bears repeating again, the vast majority of the migrants uh, are that are in New York and elsewhere were dropped off there by the federal government. So it's you're going to sue man. the bus companies that were working with the federal government, too? Again.
2: All right, so you're suing us. We were doing what we were paid to do in the state of Texas. No, I'm not going to pay attention to this at all. No. You know what, man? If you'll indulge me for a second to go back to 1979 for a cult movie classic, The Warriors. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites of all time. Me too. And Eric Adams saying, hey, this money you owe me. And this, in my opinion, should be the proper response. What about the money you owe? For what? Exactly. For what? No, you're not getting a penny. Yeah. Shove it.
3: It's crazy to me. I mean, ultimately, I think this is going, th- this very well could backfire on him. Because right now, also. you know, he's acting big and tough. But I mean, if, if, I mean, the charter buses, all these companies have to do is say, like you said, we were paid to do a job. We weren't part of any sort of like bad faith effort. And you said you wanted illegal immigrants. Yes. Here are past statements that you've made about it. We were giving you what you wanted, and, I mean, again, we're not taking an ideological side on it. We were paid to do a job. We thought you'd right. be thrilled.
6: Exactly. I
3: would think you would want these migrants dropped off at your doorstep. That's right. Well, what have they done that's illegal? He says that it violates New York City's uh, social services law, Uh apparently, uh, where if you are engaged in a quote unquote bad faith effort to drop off people in need of housing in New York city, Mm -hmm. then, uh, that is against the city ordinance or whatever. But again, who, who makes that decision? Right. That's not, you know, a clear cut, uh, 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 black and white kind of issue. I mean, uh, Who's to say that it was bad faith? Because again, the federal government's been doing it for years. Well, can you indulge me one more clip from the Warriors?
2: Sure, because I think this is true, and we've mentioned this before with Eric Adams. He's the mayor of New York, and he thinks he's kind of above everybody else. And I think he has that attitude, and there should be a response to that. When you're
11: president of the biggest gang in the city. You don't have to take any shit.
2: Uh, him. Right. There you go. Right. <laughs> That's where that is, Mayor Swan. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ajax. But hey, it's yeah, okay. Okay. It's, no problem. We'll forgive that. All right, we got to get the Nimrods rolling out.
1: <laughs> when the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard well, Screw him. Who do you think he is? It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley Van Camp and Robbins show.
5: I love
9: the poorly educated.
1: All right. Nimrods in
2: the News. We start in Connecticut. Pamela Rodriguez, she's 29, she's arrested. Uh, it's kind of strange because you read the story. She was arrested after her car was stolen. Well, Whoa. Wait I'm thinking, Why was she arrested? Yeah. Well, she told police, hey, my kid was inside the vehicle. Oh, boy. Because she wanted the cops to be serious about finding her car. You can't do that. Yeah, no kid, huh? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they found out. Yeah, the kid's not in the car. So she is in serious trouble now. Dang. And then from Turkey, a businessman, is suing his doctor. I got to choose my words carefully here. It was a botched enlargement procedure, oh, if you know what I mean, Yeah. one of those. Yeah. Um, Ilter Turkman is the guy's <laughs> name, a wealthy banker, um, sought the services of Dr. Hiluk Solomaz uh, for this enhancement and I could go through the particulars. I don't think we need to do that. What it was supposed to be. Um, I guess that he started at 4.7. And ended at 4.3. It was a reduction. In in words. Words. Yes, it went the yes. other way. Uh-uh. And it got scarred. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yes. And so he was saying, no, he said it was going to be to this particular and the girth and everything else. And it, it didn't happen that way. Now, Again, he is saying that, well, the way the story reads, that it's also now disfigured. His already diminished, you know. Um, now, the doctor says, um, and asserted this in court, there is no fault in the procedure I performed. Okay? His defense team is arguing that due to the patient's anatomical structure, there was risk of the operation resulting in no elongation yeah. so wasn't
5: a lot to work with to begin with <laughs> be thanking words. me okay
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's nimrods in the
10: news